Welcome to Conversations with Pastor Russ. Stay tuned for today's encouraging and inspirational message. Here's Pastor Russ. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. We're so glad that you're with us. I got Pastor Ruben alongside. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Can't even see his hair today. Yeah, I hit it. <laughs> We're so glad that you joined us for Conversations with Russ today. Uh, wow. Do you know what? Almost 3,000 people watched our show last week. Come on, somebody. Wow. We're about to go viral, dude. There you go. <laughs> hey, we're just really glad. And you know the show that we did about um, the will of God? Yeah, Joe oh, yeah. Crouchman told me you had like 28,000 views on that. Come on. Wow. Look at us. Crazy. We're so glad that you're here as we tackle different issues in Christian living. Uh, today's going to be no different, so yeah, we hope right. that you'll stay with us. Hey, listen, we're uh, being... Heard on 1460 AM. Right. That's WIFI AM. And FM is coming. 15 days, I hear. Yeah, 92.9 FM. May 3rd is when it launches, so stay tuned. We're okay. really excited about that. We're heard around the world at liferadionj.com. Also, if you haven't checked us out on YouTube, please do so. All of the previous shows are there. Yeah, that's right. So you right. can pick some issues that you want to listen to and... Uh, and uh, jump on. We wrestled with them all, just about. We're trying. We're, we're trying. Just, anyway. We're just going all the way through. Hey, if you want to be able to share, um, and I am giving these uh, instructions for no reason other than for all of you as an audience, what you'll end up doing is going to Life Radio, uh, Life Radio's Facebook page. You'll see that video going live right now, and you'll see three buttons. It says like, comment, comment, and share. You'll hit that share, and then you can go ahead and post it right onto your page, so that all of your friends, all of the people who who, uh, follow you, they'll be able to see that as well. Please do so. So hit the share and uh, let's pull as many people into this show as we can because we're going to talk about some good stuff. There you go. That's okay. going to be a whole lot of fun here. Yeah, we're going to we're going to jump into um, you know, we talked we talked about you know, these different questions from the Bible. We talked about these different questions about um, prayer. We talked about these different questions when it came to um, just our uh, our churches and, and what church right. to go and be a part of and, and all these different things along those lines. So with all of that almost as a foundation, uh, we get to kind of jump into these ideas about Christian living. Um, how do we okay. live in such a way that is honorable to God? How do we live in such a way that we can um, be able to really um, worship Him and 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 in everything we do, not just in the songs that we sing, um, but so true. really in in all of our actions. So we're going to be jumping into some some conversation about Christian living here. We've talked about a lot of stuff. We've wrestled with abortion. We've yeah. wrestled with homosexuality. Yeah, and it's okay to have questions. God is not scared of your questions. God is not scared of your questions. And and you know, I think for a, a long long time, I remember when I was a kid, just <laughs> it was like just believe this because we tell you to believe it. Right. The and Bible you, says therefore and and there was no more discussion after that. Right. Yeah, yeah. So and and if we ever ask the question, you know, it's like ah, you know, don't do that. Right. Which but, I always wonder like were there just people who didn't know the answers either and so they were just too afraid to Maybe. You know? And so it was, Maybe. you need more faith. And, and they tried to turn it off on you and, yeah. and turn yeah. it around on you so they didn't have to look like they didn't know what they were doing. Maybe. I don't know. But it's a good thing. It's a good thing. We need to know what we believe and why we believe it. Right. And how to even defend what we believe. Right. Not just because somebody told me so. Exactly. That's so let's good. jump into it today. Yeah. Here You're we ready? go. Yeah. Question number one. Um, what does it mean to really love God? 
What does it mean to really love God? That's right. Well, l- let me just share the scripture with you from Mark chapter 12, verse 30. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody was asking Jesus about the greatest commandment, and he said, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. Right. Sound like a good thing to do? I think that's at least a decent place to start, right? Think about it. So (laughs) it says, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Right. But does that seem kind of impossible? It seems like a daunting list. It can be. You know, I got to tell you. Yeah. um, I've sometimes in my prayer... I've said, Lord, I love you with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength. Mm-hmm. And then I feel convicted and I go, like something inside says, no, you don't. Right. <laughs> um, God's love for us is never in question, but I don't know if any human being on the planet mm-hmm. loves God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength 24-7. Does it mean that we shouldn't? No, it means we should sure strive for that, but uh, I don't know. When it comes to, do I love God with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength? We have to ask ourselves, do we really? Sounds good, but right. to love him with all your heart, I think that really means to make him my greatest treasure. Hmm. Where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Right. To love God with all your heart, let's just break him down. I think that means to make God your greatest treasure. Hmm. And that I value Jesus and my relationship with Jesus above everyone and everything. Right. I mean, loving God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, dude. I mean, that, that's a great scripture, Mark 12, 30. But what does it mean? So what does it mean to love him with all your heart and then soul and mind and strength? But I believe with all my heart means to make, make Jesus my greatest treasure. Value my relationship with him above everyone and everything. Right. To love him with all my soul. What do you think that is? I would think like the deepest parts of who I am. The, yeah. the, when, when everything is stripped away, for lack of a better term, when everything's gone, uh, what's left of me there? In Espanol, todo mi ser. There you go. Right? <laughs> all of my being. All, with all of my being, with all of my soul, that means all of my feelings. And, uh, because is that really what that translates to in Spanish? Like that todo verse? Mi ser. I don't know. All right. But, but you said with all my being, and right. it reminded me of the Spanish saying, yeah. since I, I'm bilingual. Since you're bilingual, because soul actually in Spanish is alma, in case anybody was curious right okay. there. And so I, was, uh, I, I would be interested to see what the Spanish translation of this verse yeah, is. Yeah, we should check it, that out. Con todo mi but with all, with all my soul means with all my emotions and with my will. Hmm. Uh, with my mind means with my reason and my intellect and with my strength means honoring him with all of my abilities and all of my efforts and all of my resources. Right. This is a tall order right here. Right. So what's the first, what's the greatest commandment, Jesus? He says, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one, and you are to love the Lord your God with all your heart. Right. All your soul, all your mind, all your strength. Uh, And that ought to be our highest ideal that we're reaching for. Impossible in our human strength? Maybe, <laughs> uh, but I'm going to, I'm in my, while we're still in the body of this death, I'm yeah. going to, I want to give it all I have to love God like this. Right. And I wonder too, like if Jesus was almost, almost giving, Jesus was always making sure it you had no excuses. Yeah. So he was kind of listing these things mm-hmm. off to really just be able to say, yeah. um, you, you have no excuse. Should I love my God? Should I love the Lord, my God with this? 
Yes. Which should I love my God with that? Yes. So by him saying, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, he was really laying it out there. No outs. To be able to say there's no outs. (laughs) No outs. With all of your being from that that's visible to that that's uh, invisible, all that you have, you should love the Lord your God with all of it. You know, and and I'm just thinking about that. Well, well, that's what we should do. But you want to know what? For for someone that hasn't had an experience with a living Christ, Mm -hmm. this is... This is outside of, this is in the twilight zone. That's good. But when you encounter the living Jesus, and when he saves you from your pit of sin and your darkness and your ungodliness and your addiction and your unholiness, when God really gets a hold of your life and saves you, it's not like, oh, I got to love. No. (laughs) Let let me ask you a question. If you were were drowning in the sea, uh, and uh, somebody threw you a life jacket, and you knew without that you were going to go down. I mean, what kind of expression would you give that person once you got in the boat? Right. That's really good because I think that when you look at it through religious eyes, for lack of a better term, when you look at it as yeah. some like a task that I have to accomplish, it becomes one of those things that you're like, it's impossible. Yeah. How it's a daunting. How do I how do I love him with all of my affections and then all of my thoughts and all of my power and all of my soul? How do I go about doing all of that? But when you have an experience yeah, with Jesus, it. when you it's really about- know who Jesus is, it doesn't necessarily become daunting as much as it becomes this thing that um, almost this refocus of, okay, let me, let me readjust. Let me yeah, push these yeah. things. Let me, I want to do this. Yeah. I, I, I want to, I get to. <laughs> and when know? I don't, then I feel convicted. God, I just want to love you more. Yeah. So loving God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength outside of Christ, you'll never do it. Right. Uh, but, I don't think I've ever looked at that scripture like that. But oh. in Christ, it's all I want to do. That's good. Even That's if good. I fall short, it's still all I want to do. Right. That's good. Next. <laughs> Got that one down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So yeah. we talked about uh, really loving God. Um, you want to know what? Before you go, go to the next question, yeah, sorry yeah, to interrupt sure, you. For sure. Every, we're talking about Christian living today. And you want to know, every, I'm glad you brought this question up, number yeah. one, because without this one, the rest of them really, we can't do any of them. Right. They, they almost, I don't want to say they don't matter, but again, it becomes one of those things where it's a daunting task. It's yeah. not something yeah. that um, I would even think about because it's just another thing I have to add to my list, you know? Let's go. So there you go. Uh, so that was how to, how to really love God. Now, what does it mean to really depend on or trust God? To totally depend on God and to totally trust him not easy, but uh, the scripture that comes to my mind is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Crazy. Trust. I was just looking that up. Really? Wow, <laughs> great minds thinking like. <laughs> Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. So the answers in what does it mean to really depend on right. or trust God? Well, don't lean on your own understanding. Right. So it's almost as <laughs> so, if the guy who wrote this, as Solomon's writing this, he says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. And somebody says, well, how do I do that? And his answer is by leaning not on your own understanding. Yeah. Let's go ahead and read the whole verse. So it says, trust in the uh, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. I'm reading out of the NIV. It says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all of your ways, submit to him and he will make your paths straight. The whole answer is right there. 
What does it mean to really depend on God or to trust God? It means, well, the opposite. Don't do the opposite. That is, don't lean on your own understanding. Mm -hmm. Um, In all your ways, submit to him. There it is, too. Right. In my submitting to his word, his will, his way, that's trusting God. That's good. When I submit my hopes, my dreams, my wants, my, my, my will, my life, I, I submit to his will, to his ways, to his word, not me first, him first. And, and I think that's what it really means, all of my decisions to honor him. Right. In all your ways, it's the answer is right in that verse. Yeah. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. In all your ways, submit to him. Yeah. Uh, that I think that's it right there. In, in the NLT, it actually says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. And so I think it's kind of funny that we're saying, what does it mean to really depend on or trust God? And then we're saying, well, it means don't depend on on your own understanding, yeah. but do depend on God That's um, it. and That's in the it. sense of seeking him in all of your ways or acknowledging him, some verses say, um, and then what we read earlier of, of submitting to him. That's what it really is. Um, and, and, and not easy, but all of this is, comes out of relationships. So when you've experienced Jesus in a powerful, life-changing way, mm-hmm. um, you know, it just makes it easier to, to look to him because I know where my way got me. Right. Think about it. Before you, and Christianity is a rescuing religion. Right. Uh, before he rescued you, where were you? Yeah. It was your will. It was your way. It was my will, my way. That's what got me into the mess I was in. Yeah. That's really good. <laughs> so it makes it easier to submit to him because I've experienced what he brought me out of. And it's, it's, it's this moment of recognizing that when I leaned on my own understanding, it got me to all this terrible stuff. Right maybe, over the cliff. Yeah, maybe there's a better way to do this. Maybe yeah. I should lean on God or trust in God. Because so, he will not fail us. Right. That's he's good. not going to take you over the cliff. Yeah. He's going to lead us in paths of righteousness, and he's going to lead us in, in, in the right path and the, the way that is best for us. Yeah, that's good. I tried my way. Didn't get you too far, huh? No, no, no. no. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, this is a really cool question, and it's cool because I like the way that it's actually formed. Um, and and so you all know, in, in full candidness, all these questions that we're we're kind of going over, um, we found from a website of um, just this mother who you know was saying saying here are sixty questions that I hope to answer for my mm-hmm. children one day, right? So this is a lot of where we pulled uh, um, some of this information from, some of these questions from. But I love the way that they formulate this question uh, and, it, and it says this it says what is the Holy Spirit so let me uh, pitch that over to you sir what <laughs> is the Holy Spirit well there's the first problem is your question <laughs> exactly <laughs> because the Holy Spirit isn't is is not a what he's a who that's good what is the Holy Spirit it's almost like uh, may the force be with you you know, some, <laughs> the Holy Spirit is not some abstract force right out there but the holy spirit is the holy spirit is a who the holy spirit is a person Mm -hmm. and really he is the the spirit the holy spirit is the spirit proceeding from the father and the son yeah Uh, while this is not a trinity question right uh, the holy spirit is god 
And just like Jesus was God in the flesh, mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit is, is God in spirit form. Right. Uh, and, and you want to know what? People say, boy, I would have loved to live back in the day with Jesus. Okay. And see him multiply the bread and the fish and see him walk on the water. Right. Not me. Not me. Because as great as Jesus was, yeah. he could only be God in one place at one time. Yeah. Because Jesus was God, but in the flesh. Right. So Philippians you, says that he gave up part of his godhood in order to be with us in the flesh. In the flesh. So unless you were out on the boat with the disciples, you would not have seen him walk on the water. Yeah. If you weren't part of the 5,000, you wouldn't have got a fish sandwich. Right. <laughs> so back then, it was God in one place at one time. But now... The same, the same spirit that was in Christ, the Holy Spirit, is God, and he is not just with us, but within us. That's good. The same power that multiplied the bread and fish, the same power that healed the sick, and the same power that walked on water is resident in every believer. It is the spirit of God. He is the spirit of God the Father and mm -hmm. the Son who comes to make a habitation in the hearts of those who have been redeemed. That's really good. Oh, thank God for the Holy Spirit. So I'd rather live today. Yeah. I'd rather live today because if you were miles away from Jesus, you were miles away from God. That's good. But today, That's super good. Uh, he's God, not just with us, but within us. Right. I heard somebody say uh, today. I feel like preaching. <laughs> <laughs> I heard somebody say today, because you know there's that scripture that says um, it's the it's the Holy Spirit that brings people onto, onto himself, onto Jesus, right? Yeah. It's the Holy Spirit that points people to Jesus. And so they compare that with the scripture that uh, talks about when that Jesus is at the door of your heart. Um, and they talk about how... Um, the Holy Spirit was the one to ring the doorbell to reveal Jesus that was right there. <laughs> that thought was really cool. Um, okay. Yeah. I, w I was listening to this podcast, um, and it's the Bible Project podcast, and they talked about into four different episodes about the Holy Spirit, and it was so, so phenomenal. Wow. Um, but they talk about um, the Spirit in Hebrew, um, meaning Ruach, which also is breath um, and and what's so incredible is to see as um we, you can see the spirit of god you can see the breath of god showing up even in genesis um, when he breathed into man um, and then that's the force that actually sustains man right but then the ruach can be on a person as in like the anointing of jesus uh the anointing mm, of god mm -hmm. that can be on somebody and um and then it can be within somebody too, like as, as believers being within us. Um, and it just paints a whole new light to when Paul says, um, in him, we live and move and have our, have our being. Um, it just, it's just incredible. It's so true. Yeah. It's a podcast is four hours that, you know, between four different, uh, episodes. So I don't know if you're going to want to jump about, into that. Think about this. So just as you talked about the breath of God, now watch this. So the breath of God or the Ruach of God, the spirit of God, right was there at creation. Yeah. Watch this. So Adam, he was formed, but mm -hmm. he was like a mannequin. Yeah. Until the, till the breath of God breathed in him. So the breath of God was there at creation, mm -hmm. and the breath of God is there at our recreation, hey. which is our <laughs> new birth. So when Adam came alive physically... Right. It was the breath of God. And we come alive spiritually when the breath of God 
touches us. Come on, somebody. Wow, wow. What, what a great picture. I'm so glad you brought that up because yeah. it, right at creation, the Holy Spirit was active yeah. and breathed life into Adam, and it's the Holy Spirit that breathes the life of God into us when we confess Jesus as our Savior. Super good. Wow, love Super it, good. love it. Where would we be without the Holy Spirit? He leads us, he guides us. Yeah. And when we get into trouble, he convicts us. Come on. Of our sin. Yeah, mm. that's good. That's super awesome. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Um, all right, so there we go. It's not, the question is not what is the Holy Spirit. The question is who is the Holy Spirit. Very good. Let's jump into this next one that says, um, does your choice of friends matter to your faith? Want to read that one again? Yeah. Does the choice of your friends matter to your faith? No, but your faith should matter to your friends. Hey, that was a setup. That was a setup. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. (laughs) Does your choice of friends, I just thought I would turn that because I I think everybody would say, yeah, yeah, your choice of friends matter. Does your choice of friends matter to your faith? I I think everybody just turned the volume up. Right. Right? Um, Does your choice of friends matter to your faith? I would say yes in in this way, in that my my closest people to me, are going to be people of faith. Yeah. But too much of the church world, Reuben, has gone completely the other way and just live in a Jesus bubble. Hmm. <laughs> you know, I got a Christian doctor. I got a Christian dentist. I got a Christian lawyer. Right. I got a Christian counselor. I, got a, I go to Christian. And everything is so Christian, they've inoc- inoc- inoculated themselves, or I don't know if that's the right word. but Whatever you're trying to say, <laughs> they, I'm not sure. <laughs> they, 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 so many Christians put themselves in this church Jesus bubble, right? That they're not being salt and light in a dark world, which is what Jesus has called us to be. Yes, if if you don't have any friends <laughs> that don't know Jesus, well, you need to expand your circle a little bit, right? And I think that for people like you and I who are in ministry, like full time ministry, it becomes especially difficult. It does because it all does. the people yeah. that we're working with, all the people that we're interacting with, all the people who want our time, um, are these Christians. Are uh, and so I think there's a these part, Christians. These Christians. I didn't mean to say it like <laughs> these. I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, what what ends up happening, and I think this is kind of a challenge for for all of us, um, especially us who are so deeply involved in in the church, is that we have to be so intentional to step out of those things. We do, we do, we do. Because then it becomes so easy for us to make it a make it a custom just just to only be around Christians all day long. Um, now, I think we've talked about something along these lines before, and you had said something, um, and, I, and I can't quote you exactly, but you had said something that I thought was really good, um, that your closest friends, the people that you are um, pouring into as they're pouring into you, it's important for your closest friends to be sharing in the same faith you are. Absolutely. Um, but to close yourself off from everybody else where it becomes, um, again, just like your example, that you there's a Christian everything. You never have to interact with somebody yeah. who's not a Christian. It's not balanced. I, I think it's not balanced. And I think if God said, don't make disciples, if God is saying, be the salt and light in the world, if he's doing all these things to challenge us to interact with um, interact with a, a, a world that is not... Uh, so in, enveloped with all of these Christians, I think it's important for us to then go and follow through with those things. Okay, cool thing. So you, okay, so you're a pastor and you, 
work with all these Christians a yes. lot. Lovely but, Christians. But, but, but you, now, now here, here at Fountain of Life, we have an amazing fitness center. Right. Okay, a lot of our members go there. Uh, treadmill, it's, a, it's an awesome, awesome place. Right. But, but you choose to go to a gym that's not here at Fountain of Life. Yeah. So you're rubbing shoulders with people who are not all Christ followers. Yeah, and I choose... I choose to do that. Like we have a wonderful facilities and it's not to say anything about our facilities. It has to say with, um, especially somebody who's introverted, right? Like I, I would want to, at the end of the day, um, I want to rejuvenate or recharge by being by myself. Um, I want to be intentional to set a, some sort of time yep. in my day yep. to go out of my way and make sure that I'm being able to talk to these other people. Um, and it's not a manipulative way. I'm not trying to, um, well, I'm going to talk to you today. If I talk to you today, tomorrow, on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, then I can invite you to church. I don't have an angle like that. What I want them to do is see me as salt and light. Yeah. And I want to be able to in- encourage them with what I do and they know who I am. They know what I what I do for a living. They know they know um, you're a person of faith. They know I'm a person of faith, and that I represent Jesus wherever I go. And I've had guys who, while we're walking on the treadmill, we're just talking about life, and they they ask me what my perspective is on this, that, and the other. And I think that's what you want. I think you want it to be an organic, Man. authentic moment for you just to be able to share how Jesus has affected your life, how Jesus has affected our lives, and, um, and, and give them the opportunity to experience that same thing. I was on the treadmill one time. I was only going to go four miles, right? Um, only four. <laughs> um, I ran a New York City Marathon twice. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. I was going <laughs> to stop at four miles, and this lady next to me starts talking to me. Yeah about how just the wheels have come off the chariot in her mm-hmm. life and how uh, husband and her got divorced and how she had multiple relationships and how she was right. living in this darkness. So I thought, so I went, I ended up seven miles that day. There you go. Good but, for you. <laughs> but I'm glad, but I'm glad, but I'm glad that I connected with somebody who was just lost. So does your choice of friends matter to your faith? Um, your closest friends, confidants, should yeah. be people of faith, but let's not... So the question's bigger than that. Let's not close off people that don't know Christ. Yeah. Let's keep an open door um, to people who who need the light and witness of Jesus. Yeah. And, and and hey, just like you say, you're not thumping anybody over the head with your Bible. Exactly. But, but they know you're a person of faith, and they and I guarantee you, they watch you closer than you think. Yeah, it's true. I had a I had a guy who. Um, you know, met me in the gym and we talked for a really long time and, and he knew me to just, I had just have my headphones on and, and I'm just focused doing what I'm, what I'm doing. And then he came to Fountain of Life one time and he wow. saw me do the transition. And, <laughs> um, there's certain people in our church who call me the hype pastor because I just go up there and, and I just get really excited and really He's passionate. not my son. Right. People think he is. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so he came up to me the following, you know, the following Monday and said, who the heck are you? Like <laughs> who you were in the gym and who I thought you were is entirely whoa, different whoa, to who you are whoa. when you're up on, on that stage. And it was just, 
I just got to, t to tell him, listen, I'm just really passionate about what yeah. I do. I'm really passionate about my faith in Jesus. And it comes out in moments like that. I'm not screaming while I'm on the treadmill because, you know, <laughs> I'm not as passionate about those kinds of things as I am about Christ. You don't and, even get on the just, treadmill. Listen, I have a minimum of 25 minutes okay. on some, of some sort of cardio every time I go to the gym. Okay, let's go to the the next question. Really, is a follow up kind of to this one, or it connects to that one anyway. So uh, let, let's finish up with this one because we're at four twenty eight. Yeah, I think um, so. We had, you know one of our this question that we just talked about is does does your choice of friends matter to your faith? We had another question that is how important it is for Christians to share their faith with others. We've kind of answered that already. Yeah. Um, and so just to kind of finish this off, if that's the case, what are some key ways to be able to share your faith with others? You know, I, I, this scares people to death because the word witnessing really um, scares people. Right. Um, but you know, you know what? You can take all the angst out of this. We, we've only got two minutes left. You can take all the angst out of this witnessing thing. And one of the easiest ways in the world to share your faith is let's just change the word faith to story. That's good. Just everybody has a story. Um, some people are scared to witness because, well, I don't know enough Bible verses or I don't know the the four spiritual laws. You know what? Everybody's got a story. Right. And you know what? You can share your story if you don't use one Bible verse. Um, for example, let's say somebody, you, you see somebody um, at work or in the break room or you're on a train with someone or whatever, yeah. and somebody says, you know what, man, my life, I, I don't know what, but I just feel like giving up. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's a wide open door. Yeah. Because then you can say, you know what? Do you mind if I just share a little of my story with you? Yeah. And most people will say yes. You know, I felt like that too. So you, you could say, you know, I felt like that the, the, the walls were closing in on me at one point in my life. Right. I felt hopeless. I felt like I was always living in the dark. Yeah. I had no real hope for the future, just kind of like how you feel. But you know what? Somebody introduced me to Jesus one day. I'm not talking about religion. Yeah. But just, I met this Jesus. And when I invited him into my life, my hopelessness uh, turned to hope. Yeah. And the darkness became light. And I found myself where I used to didn't want to live anymore. I've got, I've got everything to live for now. And it's when I invited Jesus into my life. Okay, bam, done. Now, and I just shoot that out as an example that we have more opportunities than we think uh, to share our faith. And, he, and I, how many Bible verses did I just use? A whole lot of zeros. None. <laughs> but you know what? Everybody who's come to faith in Jesus has a story of how their life has changed or is changing. And right. sometimes it's that simple just to say, I was there and now I'm here and it's because of Jesus. Yeah, that's really good. Um, it, it doesn't, you don't have to have a dissertation of the <laughs> fall of man and the, redemp the redemption of Jesus Christ. Or through, a 30 minute sermon. Right. Or, you don't need to know the transubstitutionaryism of what Christ did for us on the cross. I it's, can't even spell that. Yeah, me either. Um, <laughs> it's, it doesn't have to be these giant things. It's simply just confessing um, of like, this is this is my story. This is what happened for me. Um, and I know that Jesus can do something similar for your situation too. And when you share your story, some may say, well, they may, it may, well, where do you go to church or whatever? It may lead to a uh, an invitation to church or it, it, God may speak to them right there and you may be able to just say a prayer with them. Yeah. But it's easier than crazy. it's easier than we think. If we if we take away the word witnessing, right. you know, evangelizing, say, whatever um, scary word you want to use. Just share it, yeah, yeah. Or, or evangelizing. Yeah. Just share your story. 
because what, what Jesus did for you and you share it with somebody, it could make them thirsty Yeah, uh, for Jesus to touch their life too. Hey, let, we're going to put a wrap on this right now. It's 4.30. Brother Tech Director is, uh, is running us out of the studio. But right. hey, this is the greatest weekend of Christianity. Yeah. Speaking of sharing your faith. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Invite somebody to Fountain of Life. Hey, at Fountain of Life, we're having a Good Friday service tomorrow yep. night. It's going to be something different than we've ever done. It's, it's a, we're going to share the seven last sayings of Jesus on the cross. Yeah. We're going to have a time of worship, a time of communion. We invite you invite your friends to Good Friday at the Fountain of Life at yep. 7 o'clock. And then on Sunday is Resurrection Sunday. Yeah, It's the day that changed the whole world. And we're going to be celebrating the resurrection here at the Fountain of Life this Sunday. Uh, the worship music is going to be inspirational. The yeah. message, I have no doubt it will make a huge impact on everyone, especially those who haven't come to follow Jesus yeah. yet. What time of our services, and then we'll wrap it up. Yep, so uh, tomorrow, the Good Friday service, just as Pastor Russ said, is at 7 o'clock. We'd love to see you there. We also would love to see you come out to this Easter Sunday, to this Resurrection Sunday. It's going to be 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. We got some cool pre-service stuff that's going to be happening, pre-service rolling, uh, and so it's going to be a whole lot of fun. Make sure you get there early, you know, and uh, we'd, love to, we'd love to see you there. A lot of great stuff planned for the kids too yeah and our life kids and there'll be a lot of friends to welcome you here at the fountain of life for sure see you sunday at fountain if not next thursday conversations with russ see you everybody peace <laughs> we hope you enjoyed conversations like with pastor russ senior pastor at the fountain of life in burlington new jersey pastor russ would love to meet you this sunday at either our 9 or 11 a.m services for directions or more information, please feel free to contact us by calling 609-499-2131 or visit our website at flcnj.org. Thanks for listening to today's message on Life Radio WIFI, your inspiration station.